0: Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With
1: Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build on Sky Sports Radio. 8 past 10. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Great to have you with us as we um, dissect this Rosehill Gardens meeting in not so much a little more depth, but you as listeners, you can get involved. Any questions uh, for Brad Davidson, who is here? Darren Flindell has the best seat in the house. Mark from Miranda has already asked Hurls a question. We'll get there shortly. And um, and I'll add my two Bobsworth uh, as well. But 0419 767 272. I'm tipping is at Rose Hill Gardens, all set to go. Let's welcome him in. Call all the action. Darren Flindell. G'day, Darren. Yes, g'day, uh, Richard. Um, bit of rain around
0: Sydney and uh, Rose Hill hasn't missed it uh, in the last hour or so it's just starting to clear as you cross but uh, it could be there could be a little bit more on the way so i, I think the one warning we've got to look out for the goings a soft five and it won't be getting any better than a soft five here today
1: okay thank you darren now look, well, while we have you behind the gates you've been asked to select a horse today for the multi who do you want to be with
0: I'm, I've taken a bit of a chance in uh, in one of our features in the up-and-coming stakes, and the price is reasonable about Basquiat, um, mm. Chris Wallace, three-year-old, resuming from the break. I've been watching him closely at the trials, and I think he's going really well. I liked uh, what he did in, in most of his runs in his very first campaign. Uh, James can't make the full 54 which he hasn't been able to do so far uh, through the winter but he will ride it at 55 he'll be a kilo over there on on Basquiat but I think it maps quite well should be in the right spot not too far from the leaders and from its trials I think it's it's primed I think we're going to see a big run in fact well I can't see it missing the top four put it that way
1: okay well that's that is all that really matters when it comes to our our multi Mm. Darren so yeah he's He's an exciting horse, Brad Davidson. Good morning to you. The big stage for you this afternoon. What's happening, mate?
2: Yeah, good morning, Richard. Good morning, Hills. Good morning, Darren and everyone uh, listening at home. Yes, um, all is well. Um, gee, I'll tell you one thing, though. You can give me, you can put the Sydney weather in the bin. Fair dinkum. I mean, where do these showers come from? You ever look at the radar this morning, it's fine, and then all of a sudden you've got to readjust once again because now it's raining, and you watch the radar... These storms just appear out absolutely nowhere. It's yeah. a nightmare trying to predict the Sydney weather. And um, look, my my multi horse is born a king. I didn't want any more rain. We've got that extra rain. I still think you'll win because I think the others are bobbing up and down on one spot to a degree. And he's got just form that's better than them. Simple as that. He gets the three kilo claim for Dylan Gibbons. He maps beautifully. He's got a couple of lengths on him in terms of recent form. It's just a case of I think he's better on dry. And um, when we're on a soft five, I was happy that the rain concerns me a bit. But I still think he'll get the job done there today.
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a, a fan of race five, number nine, Old Flame. Now, we know there are bigger targets to come for him. Um, but good draw, lightweight, made to find the line in a recent trial. So race five, number nine, Old Flame to run top four. I think he's a pretty good prospect and he might um, he might turn up and certainly run top four in what's a pretty decent benchmark 100 as well. Andrew Hurley, good morning to you.
3: Richard Haynes, good morning to you, Darren. And Brad, well, my uh, selection today is Gristilla Styler. Um, I thought first up it was really tracking, even though it was quite wide, and then Copter Buffett at about the 400 metre mark, uh, which... Pretty much put it out of play as far as the winning chance is concerned. But to did get going again. Huey sticks. It's one second up. It's one on the soft. Uh, I think the price was... $12 yesterday, it's good to see support for it today, it's into 850, dollars um, so I'm pretty confident it'll run top four as well, so hopefully we can get it three in a row, you just head to sports, today's offers, and it uh, is standing out there like a beacon, behind the gates multi, and you've got till 11 o'clock, but um, yeah, it'd be great to get it three weeks in a row, it's getting more and more popular each week.
1: What price the tab put up?
3: $8.00. Top four: hmm. Born a King of Flame, yes, yeah, not bad, and uh, Squay and also Gra Stila. Stila,
1: you caught him something differently there. You... I've had to, I've had to <laughs> actually... been practicing it in the car the whole way. <laughs> well, look,
3: look, I've got it. I've put it. Um, I've put it. You would think I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <No. laughs> I actually have a degree. Um, so how that translates. You, you, have a dig- to you have a
1: degree of difficulty you <laughs> say that horse's name. I was
3: telling Brad in the car on the <laughs> way down. I've had a few over the years. Matta Watakpi, I've finally nailed it. It's up in Brisbane today. And I called and it was back before you did the show and they let me run with it just to take the mickey out of me. I used to call Bonamie Bonamiss. I did it for about three weeks in a row, and then finally they said, "Look, Hurls, come on." Oh,
1: just looking forward to Jalay coming back into work or racing <laughs> at a point soon. Right, on, let's let's get stuck in, Got This this offer is only open for another forty-five minutes, so let's get stuck into the questions. Uh, we'll go in order. Um, any questions for the guys here? Any thoughts or comments? 0419 767 272. That's zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Feel like I'm selling something on Demtel, but I'm not. Let's go. Well, let's go to the last race of the day. We bounce around the races here. Good morning all. Mark from Miranda. A question for you, Hurls, off the top, but we'll get the comments from these guys as well. Race 10, number six, Dream Circle. Is today the day? We might get a market for race 10, Hurls, for a start. We'll get your thoughts and the guys' comments on Dream Circle, I think... I think he's big enough odds today. What's, um
3: he's big enough odds, all right. $21. With Shades of Rose in the yeah, race. Shades can happen. of Rose is $1.75. $4.60. Maltai, Easy Singles, nine fifty. Conscript, $10. Uh, Zushak and also Dream Circle, Tristrate, all at $21. Mark, to answer your question, mate, oh, I would say no. I'll probably be in the fetal position if I don't have a couple of dollars on it, but it uh, just doesn't seem to be going well enough. Perhaps a little
0: sanity bet. Yeah. A sanity <laughs> bet for, for
3: him. <laughs> I can send you to the poorhouse, Darren. That's the only thing. Yeah, possibly I still will.
1: Is he in your numbers at all, Darren? Dream Circle. I put
0: Dream Circle down as the third pick in the race. Uh, I thought Easy Singer would get a good run behind. It could run into a slot. Not sure uh, about Maltai, but I-, I couldn't tip against Shades of Rose. Just going so well, and not the pace horses, drawn inside them, so. Uh, yeah, with a the, with the short price favorite there in the last shades of Rose. But I definitely think Dream Circle can run a place. So given the fact it's $19 a win, it's a, it's going to be a
1: reasonable place price. Do you want to take on the mare in the last, Brad?
2: Um, look, I've, I've got her on top, but uh, I'm, I'm a bit nervous about it because it's not the sort of setup I like taking short odds about considering she's controlled her last two and got all the favours. Now goes to a different distance. And I know she's won it at uh, this distance before, but... It's a different kettle of fish on Saturday at, at Rose Hill 1200. Um, Does conscripts presence uh, bother you, Brad? Yeah, the there's a few there, isn't there, that, that could add a bit of uh, tempo into it. And Look, she's going to get the right run, you would think, again, and, and J-Mac aboard, and it, it all ticks a lot of boxes. But um, for me, just out of a lot of weaker races of late and now up in grade, there's uh, a much stronger race and to 1200. There's a couple of little concerns there, but I think she gets the job done. In terms of Dream Circle, um, yeah, well... Rose Hill two starts ago. Deary, deary, dearie me. Should have won easily. Uh, it was far out. Like, it just never got out. And then I far was, I was on run. it. I was on it at $12, of course. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you just watch it late when it got out the last 100. If it, if it got out at the 400, it wins probably by length. Uh, last time out, a little bit disappointing. So, it's very hit and miss. I, I find his best runs are at 1100 at Rose Hill. So, just un- only an extra 100 metres, and he- he's proven out to 1,400. But I just find the 1,100 is a sweet spot for him a lot of times. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him run well. He, he likes Rose Hill, and as I said, uh, two starts ago, If you're on that day, uh, you're still getting over it.
1: Who have you got as the biggest danger to Shades of Rose?
2: Maltai. Um, I just think uh, he's a horse that looks to be a better better galloper this time in. Um, he's come back as a gelding. The first up win was good. He seemed to relax well enough, and I loved all the gear changes with him first up as well. It screamed relax and, and just taking it back to basics. So I've got him as the danger conscript third pick. This Tristate's an interesting runner, isn't he? I mean, mm. if you were pricing him off form, he'd be favourite because he's got the best form in this by Country Mile. Brad Gray's got him in for second. Yeah, Home Affairs, Pulele form, third behind those two gallopers. Yeah. He's first up off a long break. He's gelded, but the trials have been fair at best.
1: Hurls, I might go and please, for race three here. The question is, um, happy punting. Uh, best of luck. It's from Jackson. Best of luck. Can Rebel County... Um, uh, race three can can it get into the placing. So that's from Jackson for race number three. So no one's talked too much about Rebel County today, but we're might going to market for race three if good could
3: I love how we get uh, all the questions, not all of them, but so many we do from punters that are obviously looking uh, for value and not just the obvious ones. On the card, so I can tell you, Rebel County is an $11 chance. Hat now there hasn't been much money for it. I can tell you that. Borna King has been very, very strong uh, right since the market opened. It's holding a stack of cash. It's 280, 270 this morning. Bottomed out at 260. Illaffair a $6 chance, 650 into $6 first light. Oz Legend $9, but it's one of the most popular runners on the card this afternoon. Bona King.
1: Okay, Brad, you're clearly with him. But um, Rebel County in the picture at all here?
2: I think so, just because he gets such an easy lead, maps um, to just take control out in front and and do his thing. He's been going well in easier grade and a lesser distance, but um, I see no reason why he won't run out the extra trip. Although, looks by star turn, they've had nine, they've only had nine starters above a, a mile, but hasn't had a winner yet. So, that, I guess that's a little maybe breeding point mm-hmm. there, Richard. You know more about that than me, but. Um, He's going well, he maps well, and, and should be hard to run down, but, yeah, I just think maybe the last 200 he might start to, to feel a pinch.
1: Got my breeding dreams column to come out next Tuesday. I've got absolutely nothing for it at the moment, so...
2: Where do we find that?
1: Well, that's on the Sky Racing website, Hills.
3: I'm
2: sure it, be, go, it goes out,
1: I think, every Wednesday. Sure we uh, not every a, every second a few Wednesday. We'll get breeders
2: to text some stuff in on, while we're here, maybe. Give you a couple of ideas. There's plenty of great stories out there, isn't there? there the are. I've course. been a
1: bit lazy the last week and a half. I should. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, that's that's for sure. But um, anyway, uh, Darren, uh, where does Rebel Dreamer fit in, uh, Rebel County, I should say, fit in for you? And uh, who do you like in race three?
0: i um, on my list yeah, I've got it as the fifth pick in Rebel County, only for the fact I think it'll have a very soft lead. And... Uh, well, we've, we've seen a number of meetings here at Rose Hill can be dominated by those on the speed and on the fence and I think that's where Rebel County would be so I'm quite guarded uh, with him but at the end of the day I thought uh, Bourne at King was pretty hard to beat but I, I've got my first light on top, I think first light's going to box seat there from barrier one. And with the uh, Norton bit added, I'm just hoping that it travels a little bit better in the run and Nash can get it to just switch off behind Rebel County and then be the first one to pounce. So just taking the chance with the import first
1: light over a King. 0410 Get your thoughts in and comments for the guys and we'll, we'll get them out for you here. Let's go to Russell from Penrith and a, a bit of a two-prong question here. Um, hurls get ready for a, a race 7 and a race 8 market i think's the way to go here just like your thoughts on williamsburg and Calipore today thanks for russell from penrith so Calipore is in race number 7 williamsburg race 8 so we might start with a, a market for for race number 7 i think was callapore was certainly double figures when the markets went up if i'm not mistaken and mm. wonder where he sits now,
3: yeah, well, the money went on early for Calipore, so that's uh, that's good news for that particular punter out there. Uh, it's 650 today, haven't written much on it today, but in terms of overall figures, uh, it holds the third most amount of money in the race. Jesus, money is coming still, uh, as we speak for Gristilla Styler, it's now into eight dollars. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a 650 chance today, it's remained at that, but as I said, it was a very popular early. It was $16, even allowing for Anaqua and El Rocco coming out, 5 by 5 and 7 by 8 the deductions there. Uh, Calipor, and hopefully uh, our mate there has, uh, is that Russell? Uh, has, it's got that $16 early.
1: Darren, Calipor, I've seen this guy. Might have been Hawkesbury one day. He's a good style yeah. of animal, and this might be his prep to shine. Where are you with calipore
0: uh, I've got him in the numbers, made him third pick there. I like the, the way he, he found the line late in a Wyong trial behind White Boots. There's a bit of a blanket finish there, and uh, they certainly made him do a bit of work, but he's already proven uh, what he's capable of when he won that benchmark 78 at Hawkesbury. Uh, when was it? Back in the mid part of April. So I respect him. I, I've gone with Chris Waller's... Four-year-old down the bottom of the list, uh, Waterford. I was really impressed with what he did that day at Warwick Farm. Then they've tipped him out, and here he is on the return uh, today. His trial was really nice behind Kiss the Bright, over 1,200 metres at Warwick Farm, and um, you know Chris is prepared to run him in a race like this in town at this stage. That's the way I'll go here uh, with Waterford. I think Kalina will get into a good spot. Calipore running on. Grassless styler running on. I've gone for uh, most of the run-on horses here because this is a race where they should go along at a really good tempo with Canasta pushing on, AC Express, Yukon, who made it all last time out. Mainstage likes to go forward, and Tampering does as well, so... I thought this was one race that the pace would be good, and I've gone for a few back markers with 14 over 8, 1 and 12.
1: What, Jamaica base you make of Express, Darren? I thought he was good the other day at the midweeks. Going
0: well. I'm just a little bit worried about the, the pressure that's going to be applied this time around.
1: Okay, uh, Brad, Calapore and who do you like in the race?
2: Yeah, well, he's a good winner, wasn't he? First up last preparation at, at Hawkesbury. Um, trials have been okay um, leading in. I'm, I'm respecting the money. I couldn't get him anywhere near the price personally, but... The fact that they've backed him and he's a lightly raced import, that second prep in Australia, that that definitely says to me I'm I'm not going to pot him, um, even though I can't get him at that price. In terms of the race, I went with Waterford as well, but without a huge deal of confidence off a Warwick Farm maiden, I think if you do like him, he's going to drift a a little bit. In terms of the up-and-coming in Williamsburg, um, he would need to improve a fair bit. Fernhill and, and Bayou wins were in extremely slow time, I know it was heavy 10s on the day but they were walking, they were coming in 41 seconds and 40 seconds respectively the, the last 600s, um, he ran well in the Champagne, uh, he would need to go to another level here but and he has the big weight of course but look, these 3 year olds we know can improve at a sight and he always profiled as a horse that would come back better next time in so Um, not hopeless if they completely overdo it up front but like I said I I couldn't get him anywhere probably near the price as well considering those times last time
1: okay let's talk about our feature races hurls races eight and nine Uh, the big races today race eight is the Bowman's up and coming stakes group three three three-year-olds over the 1300 meters what's the latest market and what are you seeing on the book coming in here
3: yeah, all right, the uh, latest market, and this has been a competitive betting race. We've got the favourite at 360. That's Concraft. 350 this morning, $4 into 370 for Caboose being well backed. But is a $6 chance and very solid. you get $10 earlier in the week, uh, Darren? No. No. <laughs>
0: Seven fifty to laugh. nine,
3: Shallotown. <laughs> Lethal Thoughts eight fifty to the nine. So look, they're not jumping out <laughs> of trees to back one sole runner there. I can tell you, in terms of dollars held today, it has been Conqueror in front of Kabo. And Lethal Thoughts has been popular right throughout the week and that includes today. Uh, Williamsburg, which I think one of our uh text. Questions came through. It's uh, met with support today. But um, because the the market's so tight, there's not like a huge move inwards uh, because it's spread around.
1: Okay, Dave, I'd imagine it's a bit too short for Williamsburg, but there's a bit of quality there, isn't there, nonetheless?
2: Yeah, there is a little bit, isn't there? I mean, probably too short, but if they overdo it up front, he's going to be strong at the business end, isn't he? Um, With a slight query over those what he beat last time in, I suppose, but then he went to a champagne and was competitive there. In terms of the race, I'm with Caboo. I just think the scratchings this morning help him with L.A.M. coming out. Um, he can roll across. He can dictate. He should have finished closer. First up over 1,100 when he was checked late in the piece. He's won a 1,400 here, albeit the second horse was a good thing beaten for mine that day. They were just way too negative with the tactics on Ozopenko. But that's another story. Um, but, look, he was great that day. I think stepping up in, in trips gonna going to suit him. He can control and be very hard to run down. I've got Basque as the, as the danger. Uh, I'm not wrapped in that J.J. Atkins form, personally. I think it's not overly strong, but he always profiled like a horse that would be better at three. He needs to improve a couple of lengths, but I think he may have, and um, we know Waller's so patient with these two, two-year-olds 2 at turn three that they really come of age in their three-year-old season, and he might be one that can. But um, for me, it's kaboo out in front with the, the run under his belt.
1: What do you say, Darren?
0: Yeah, I've got uh, Basqueway on, on top here. And uh, for the purposes of our multi, very confident he won't miss the the top four. I think Caboo gets a real picnic up front with his uh, step up in trip. And I think Caboo completely controls the the tempo of the race. In time, I'm sure Conqueror is going to be the one that I'll continue to follow. And I was all over Conqueror first up and maybe a, a, a touch disappointed. I actually thought at about the 250, he was just going to pick them up and, and win. But and had a very sort of big exaggerated action about him. I don't like him coming back in trip, and I think I'll just wait now for Conqueror when he goes uh, 15, 1,600 metres in the future. So for today, it's Basquier over the likely leader, uh, Cabu, then Conqueror, and Ringmaster, number 5 I've always had a bit of time there for Ringmaster, and I thought his trial here at Rose Hill was nice in the hands of Tommy Berry.
1: A comment, Darren, on Williamsburg and charlatan. Uh, I thought
0: they might have taken that easy option at Kembla today with and just to knock that maiden off and uh, and push on. Um, no, prefer others there. And as far as Williamsburg's concerned, uh, I just think this the 1,300 might be a touch short for him today. I'll sort of focus on those that I think are right for this race today.
1: Okay, let's, uh, let's go to race number nine. This is the Furby San Domenico Stakes. Great a roll of three-year-olds who won this race over the time. Half a stallion-making race, you could probably say. Um, Pariah, the damn Swiss exile, won this race. So his young bloke trying to do the same today. Group three, set weights and penalties, 1,100 metres. If you're out and about doing things this afternoon, just um, tell the, the wife and kids, you've just got to duck away at about 27 minutes past four and watch this race somewhere, if you like. But... Um, I don't know. Whatever you're doing. Don't miss the races. What I'm getting at We Hurls? watch it
3: on the tab app as well. You
1: could easily do mm-hmm. that. What's the market like? What's what's happening with Best of Bordeaux in the centre a minute ago?
3: Popular. Look, it's $2. Did get into the red earlier today uh, at $1.95. It's back to $2. The is uh, five fifty dollars 50 to $5.00. Did peak at 6 8 to $7.00 for Zuccarino. Spacewalk, eight fifty to 11 Swiss Exor, 11 to $12.00. Now, looking at the hold on the race here, Best of Bordeaux obviously is the most popular in front of Zuccarino. Why is um, Brad and Darren? Why is Spacewalk friendless? Look, he basically threw that race away that last start. It's probably the gate
2: today. Mm. Um, but
3: eleven dollars.
2: Yeah, it's probably too much. It's mm. probably too. You know, it's yeah. That's a bit of a drift. That's or they're not respecting the.
3: They're not respecting the rosebud.
2: Well, like the there though, isn't it? So I mean, yeah.
3: And it's seven dollars.
2: Yeah. So uh, normally it is the B grade form, but saying that. Um, I don't know how good these three-year-olds are. So I think Socorino's okay. a
1: pretty good colt.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, normally that rosebud is kind of a length or two off when the big guns return, but this year it might not be. That's what I'm saying. So uh, he can he can definitely run well with luck from the gate. I just, I just didn't know where he'd get to. That was the only concern mm. with Spaceball. Um,
1: Darren, just a question here from Jackson. Morning, boys. Wondering what your thoughts are on Cannonball in this race. Where does he fit in here, Darren?
0: uh n- not for me uh, there was there was a number of runners I was uh, focusing in on but uh, cannonball wasn't on my short list. who are you with i'm with i'm going to stick um with zucarino there um i can't say s- s- stick with because I went with spacewalk over Zuccarino last time. I got it the wrong way around. I was really, really impressed with the tenacity of Zuccarino. Not much room there. And, boy, there was some archie barge there mm. for Brenton Abdullah to, to go through and fight for his ground. And that was a, a really courageous win by, by Zuccarino. And he looks to be a really nice horse. And he just maps so well. So I think at the price you're going to get about Zuccarino he's very backable. How good's best of Bordeaux, though? That was a brilliant trial here. Uh, over the 1,000 metres uh, for Jay Mack. And the more I looked at it, I thought, wow, this, this could be in for some three-year-old preparation, best of Bordeaux. He, he's very short. He could well be the one. And another one that's been really catching my eye at the trials, perhaps it's going a little bit too keen in its work, but Annabelle Nishan's called Swiss Exile. Yeah. I've, uh, I have particularly loved his first trial. Then his second one, he was still probably overdoing it a little bit. I've got a big watch on him and then you certainly can't leave Spacewalk out. Jason Collier gets the right run on him, and he's a definite chance. Like, let's face it, if if he wasn't straightened up that last little bit when he was laying in, he goes down as the winner of the Rosebud. And half Good the race Hmm. Mm. Um, then you've got Primito, uh resuming. Mm. Very, very interesting uh, cult there. Uh, we've got the Queenslander and the Tuna. And, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the San Domenico today.
1: Yeah, it's a good race. Who did you settle on, Brett?
2: Yeah, it's a very good race, isn't it? It's, it's different angles and ways you can look at the race for sure. Um, look, I, I've gone with the favourite, but um, I, I thought they might have taken him on a touch, and uh, the market suggests otherwise this morning. But, look, his trial was great. He came a long way in his first preparation, didn't he, winning two straight and then second in the slipper. So that's definitely the A-grade form. Um how strong or how much better that is than the, the other the other form lines is, is the question that will be answered today. But I'm with him. Um, yeah, I think he'll get the job done. But there is a little bit of speed inside him. I, I think they'll let him go and cross and, and he'll be hard to run down. But um, I know they're talking Everest and races like that. Three-year-olds have a good record in it. But uh, these, these three-year-olds need to lift uh, quite a few lengths to be in the brackets of old seasons for mine at the moment. So... Uh, best aboard O to beat Nicuno, who Tony Gollan basically saying during the week that I don't think he's had a horse with more ability than this horse mm. in his stable, which is an amazing statement. And um, the figures stack up from Queensland. Must respect. Lucareno so and and spacewalk also there, but in terms of Cannonball, not not for me would need to improve significantly.
1: Okay, uh, working our way through the questions here. Only only about another ten minutes. If you want to fire in something for the guys here, any thoughts? Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Hurls, I might grab a market for for race five if I could from you. Um, I'm having Old Flame can run top uh, top four here for the behind the gates multi, but a market for race five. And you've got
3: 27 minutes to get on that multi sports at today's offers, and you'll see it there. All right, uh, this is an interesting race. Isn't it? We've got Grace and Harmony, which was absolutely sensational first up behind Yukon. it's the favorite but it's a little bit easy today 290 to 330 old flame 440 to 420 blazer trails 550 and solid Do the market support today i know brad gray was keen on it angel of truth $17 just continues to firm. 15 13 12 11 and as we speak, now into $10. So that's a look at the trade. As far as the dollars invested today, it is Grace and Harmony in front of Angel and Truth. And Turn on the Charm has met with support today. Look, they sticking and giving you that $13, but there has been money for it today.
1: Wily old dog on the text. W- wily <laughs> old dog here, he says. "I Oh, she, he. I've never backed Angel of Truth before, but is today the day to break my duck? Darren, I think we'll let you go here first.
0: Well, I, I sort of kept going uh, top to bottom, and I was really focused, focused on the two down the bottom, their old flame and Grace and Harmony, and then looking at their ratings, and this being a benchmark 100 race, and just uh, kept assessing... The race that Angel of Truth has been in for a number of years. I think you'll just roll forward. Looks like Turn on the Charms, the other leader of the race. I've tried to play mostly those on pace in in races where there isn't a a great overall tempo. So I've taken the chance here with Angel of Truth on top. And I'm not surprised to see that money come in. I thought the, the $17... Um, twenty four hours ago was probably a little bit rich, so i give it an each way chance grace and harmony i 'm pr- just dirty on the fact I was on it at sixteen dollars first up and Yukon got such a soft lead and then grace and harmony 's charge and when it 's all over got beat ahead it was It was very frustrating to watch and uh, here it is going from a benchmark seventy eight into a benchmark one hundred and it 's uh, its favorite. I, I think uh, it gets all the, the favours there uh, from the draw. It can probably sit a lot closer. And, and Old Flame looks as though it's been primed to go first up as well. But just taking a chance here with Angel of Truth at big odds that, you know, on, on the ratings it should be well in this.
1: A few more showers around. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Great well, if you like this horse.
2: Well, that's the move this morning. <laughs> it's the rain, uh, definitely, because the the horse needed a bit more moisture in the ground and it's definitely got it this morning. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, the four miles look great, don't they? Third into Chipping Norton, runner-up into PB Lawrence, first up the last two preparations, and, and now gets that rain to, to bring it right in the race here in a race that's definitely up for grabs. So, look, I, I'm with Blazer Trail on the website, but I, I couldn't possibly have him on top now after the rain this morning. So um, I'll be making late switches to probably number 10, Grace and Harmony, although extra 100 metres, low out of the gates, low draw. It it's Yeah, it's a bit iffy. I think a horse that can run well at odds is Purple Sector. He always runs well first up. Uh, first up last prep, wide no cover and ran a bottler when runner-up in Saturday grade. Gate 1's not ideal for him and the, the rain's not ideal for him, but Nash is ideal for him. He's a horse that hits a flat spot and needs a strong rider. So I think he can run well. I think Angel of Latruth can run well and I think um, Old Flame can run well. So little trappy little race, that, and um, yeah... Blazer trail. If you look on the website, will be my on-top pick, but uh, won't be the one I'll be pushing after the rain. I,
1: th- I thought Alias uh, didn't trial all too badly. I know, maybe yeah. not for today, but didn't mind the way he went the other
0: day. Yeah,
2: I think he's got something for later on. Maybe not today though.
1: Okay. Uh, any comment there, Darren? Yeah,
0: I've got. to uh, put uh, Malayaus um, in as the the fourth pick there, the the Wagga Wagga Cup winner.
1: Okay. Uh, text here. Richard is Mun's giving his roller or br- brush report of the track this morning.
3: What's that? No idea. When it comes to him, nothing surprises me. Oh, I
0: ran into him in the car park on the way through. He was going on about a number of matters. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't sound like him.
3: I bet he was.
1: I bet he (laughs) was. Many of which he just doesn't have to worry about, but um, that's okay. (laughs) He he
0: delighted in telling me that he's going to watch the West Tigers and the Dragons play at Combank
3: Stadium tomorrow. Is he taking his
1: pillow with him? A
3: pillow? (laughs) Well, they'll... um, They'll score 150 points in that game. So there's a tip for you. Take the overs. I think they've set it at about 55 and a half.
1: Defence optional.
3: Defence optional, as I said last week. Um, How brutal, just quickly, how brutal was that game last night? Um, Darren, did you watch it? Yes. Yes, Yes. it certainly was. Wow. I was aching watching
1: it. bodies this morning. Mm. Um, We've already been over this race, guys. But race six, just a a question here. Um, Why is Lady Brook three times the price of Rubinocki after beating it when they last met, so weights and measures, facts and figures, Brad. Can I take it a race six for, for for that thought, Lady Brooke, three times the price of R- Ruben Should that be the case at all?
2: Well, I think it's just the probably the map and the fact that Ruben has got that really good fresh record. Um, so with all that, it's going to map out in front, and I think if you're looking at those fresh figures, um, it's definitely the horse that that can improve. The other reason is probably the fact that the bar plates go on Lady Brook. Uh, it's not really a sign that any punter wants to see and generally the market's a little bit against them when that happens.
1: OK, um, text coming through there. Rest in peace, more than ready. Yes, the champion sire um, passed away overnight. What a great horse he was, more than ready. An absolute stalwart and also counter-repeat. Our thoughts with the connections of counter-repeat. Two great horses. Cheers, Kaz. Uh, that's for sure and certain. Um, now, this is a question, Hurls, that I think you've sort of dealt with before. Um, just um, Pittsburgh Phil asking about uh, the punters, telling the punters how much uh, you're holding on certain horses to give punters yep. a bit of an idea. Which I think you've you've been in that path yeah. before of what you what you can, can and divulge and probably can't say. Yeah,
3: yeah, probably yeah. Can't yeah. say. Um, so. Uh, and Glenn does the same as in months. We will try and give you as much indication as possible, percentage-wise, as to what sort of hold each runner is taking. We also will, uh, if you're watching Sky One or Thoroughbred Central throughout the afternoon, reveal any big bets. Uh, however, I am prohibited and just simply am not allowed to reveal uh, figures. So, as I said, uh, you know, if you want to know the percentage uh, that a particular runner is holding on a race, so I can tell you, for example, fire in race number six equates to uh, approximately 90, 95% of the money held on the race. So I can give you that indication, and certainly we try and reveal as much information as we can, but I am prohibited from doing that, mate. Uh,
1: race two, Hells can we take a look at this race for the mares today? And a uh, benchmark 78, 1500m. It'll be featuring Frumos. Where is she sitting at the moment?
3: Uh, most popular runner on the card today. Gee, it's short now, 165, but I just expect it to win. Uh, very popular in Maltese, but, yeah, it's uh, its one-way traffic, and I don't think we need to discuss what happened last start. It's, that's gone. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 165. Uh,
1: te- text here, uh, Muzz from Waverley, uh, asking what price is acceptable about Frumos today,
3: Brad?
2: Well, probably around a dollar sixty five, a dollar seventy.
3: Um, it did go up one forty five this morning, I must must Yeah, add.
2: yeah, look, I think it's clearly the horse to beat. Um there was a lot of criticism about the ride last time out. Um, and I'm always in the punter's corner in, in a lot of things and I understand the frustration of a shorty getting beat. But there were many worse rides on the card. He actually rode it well to start with because if you went on the fence you couldn't win. So he's gone from the outside gate, he's gone to the fence, and then the gaps didn't open. What frustrates me more, and what is a 10 times worse ride, is when a jockey draws low, it's a mad rails day, and they have no thought of actually going to the fence. That is a 10 times worse ride than a jockey who's thinking about the track conditions, like who he was that day, going, I need to be on the fence. He's so clued in the last year, it's unbelievable. He found the fence, and then they just all raced so tight. They always spread it rosy, but because of the track pattern that day, they didn't. And he was kind of dictated to being inside. You know, you could argue could he come back and gone around, sure. But in terms of the actual initial move to get the fence, it was it was the right move on the day. So I don't really get the criticism personally. But um, look, I think he's is
1: it just ba- is it bad luck beats? Yeah, her today? yeah.
2: Uh, look, I, I think the difference today is it's not going to be fence because it's a rail true soft track. It's not going to be a fence day at all. He just sits out back, sits in the running line, pulls out three wide, and she's just a bit too sharp for them. I think hoping your heart was luckless in the same race and beaten two and a half in a surround last prep. She's the only danger. Mystic Mermaid looks a risk of the day for me. I, I'm given an absolute 20 out of 10 ride last time out and couldn't win a midweek race.
1: And um, Darren, that's kind of what Hugh was getting at when we spoke to him this morning. A bit more more room to work with for this promising mare today.
0: Yeah, that's right. It was just the way things turned out on the day. It was a mad fence track. Everyone wanted to be there and the runs just didn't open up for Frumos. And whilst everyone was watching her, and, and rightly so at the dollar ninety. I was watching that replay on The Loop here uh, over and over a few times and Hope in Your Heart was just as unlucky. Uh, the thing is, Froomos was odds-on and Hope in Your Heart was $18 that day, so not too many people were concerned about Hope in Your Heart uh, going under. But I thought there was very little between the pair. And given the profile of where Hope in Your Heart has been and all the in the group ones along the way, I'm going to go with her at the $7 today in the small field. Um, why not? I think the, the Froomos possibly could be uh, be overplayed here, and I'm going to take the $7 hope in your heart, but certainly not potting your frumos. It's purely a, a value point of view here.
1: I know we've covered off on race seven already. Um, Paul from Ermington. G'day, Paul. Speaking of Munns, he was talking about the chances of race seven, number 13, Mahogany at Big Odds. I know Mahogany. I know uh, Mahogany is one of the greatest of all time, um, but uh, it was Big Odds... Yesterday, now in a little shorter, is Mun's barking up the right tree here with Mahogany Darren. Race 7, number 13. What are we saying? He's a dog. Well, I don't know what we're quite (laughs) getting Barking up the wrong tree. I don't know. (laughs) Um,
0: Um, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't go back and look at that that Hawkesbury run the other day uh, closely yet. I... I probably should go back and have have another look because he's fairly lightly raced in Australia, but just for the fact he was held in two midway races, I I didn't sort of focus on him too strongly in this benchmark 78 today.
1: Okay.
2: 1,500 suits, and uh, I thought it ran on okay there at Hawkesbury. He was held up in a fair bit of the straight. So I think it's not a bad race to go looking for one because you've got your favourite there sitting off a Warwick Farm Maiden. It's not exactly screaming good thing on a, on a saturday when they're coming out of that sort of setup so not a bad race to look wide
1: okay uh, big thanks to all those who text in this morning we we might let darren get himself organized for the day of racing and hopefully our race caller great to have darren on for half an hour before the race is getting his thoughts on what might happen today darren what's your best uh, there's value everywhere and your quaddy plays for rosehill gardens today
0: Righto, so uh, Basquiat is going to be the best on the card, uh, race 8, number 2. And uh, as far as others were concerned, I think, well, hope in your heart of the $7, that's that's value enough in what really should be a two-horse clash there. So I'll make hope in your heart the value in the second. Now, four hour for the quaddy in uh, race seven. I said there's a, a jackpot in the treble today, $30,000 jackpot there. But as far as the quaddy's concerned, eight Calino. Uh, I better put Calipore in as well, number one, along with 12 Grassless styler and 14 Waterford in race eight. Two Basquier, eight Caboo and 11 Concord, two eight and eleven. In race nine, one Best of Bordeaux, two Swiss Exile and seven Zuccarino, one, two, seven. And in race 10, just go Shades of Rose on her own there. So I'll leave that as the quaddy. Boys, just quickly, uh, Dave Sylvester, who works in the jockey's room on the on the scales here, asked me to pass on a birthday call for one of our younger listeners, but by all reports, a very, very loyal listener uh, to uh, to our racing coverage every Saturday. He's turned 15 today. Up in Cessnock, Giuseppe Polito, who
1: uh, loves the racing. A name. name. Giuseppe?
3: Yes. <laughs> That's a
0: Polito. Yes. <laughs>
1: it, um, happy and birthday. Gets, uh, and gets Joe yeah. a bit of the time. Good on you, Anyhow, Giuseppe. He's,
0: he's Anyhow, he's a breeding buff. He likes to follow the commentators and the racing, uh, oh et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: happy birthday, uh, Giuseppe. and. Hope you continue to enjoy our coverage. Yeah, 100%. Good on you, Giuseppe. Hope it's a, it's a great day and uh, uh, the form you do comes out uh, the right way as well. Good on you, Giuseppe. Happy birthday to you. and Darren, good to chat. Race morning. Good calling this afternoon on San Domenico Day.
0: I can pass on, since we started the uh, the program out here, there hasn't been any further rain. So at the moment, it's all quite clear at Rose Hill. It's, it's probably
1: one of those days that the showers may come and go, but it has eased up for the time being. Okay, good on you, Darren. We'll let him go. Um, before we let you go, Brad, some quick fire answers here. Some Melbourne questions coming through. The Memsie today. Yep. Dragon uh, dragon Leap in the Memsie at Caulfield. Any chance today and uh, sort of an overall, what's the, what's the opinion of the Kiwis first up in Australia? Maybe there's a rule, but... Dragons leaving the MZ. Yeah,
2: not hopeless. would need to still prove it's right up to this level in Australia. But look, it's a race with seven chances. So I'm not saying no, although there's a few others I'd definitely have in front of it. In terms of New Zealand, New Zealanders first up in Australia, it all depends. If they're sprint racers, I'm against because I'd, I think their sprinters are behind us. If they're staying horses with residual fitness, say, you know, on a derby prep, then I'm very wary because they're, they're the ones coming off the heavy tracks, onto the heavy tracks in Sydney a lot of the time. So uh, I'm liking those sort of things. So generally, as a general rule, uh, ag- against the sprinters with the stayers in terms okay. of New Zealanders.
1: Uh, Chris here, boys. Point Nepean, Melbourne Cup point of view. Does anyone think it's over the odds all in at $26 for a Melbourne Cup? It's a pretty promising stayer, Point Nepean, but a little way out yet.
2: Yeah, promising stayer. Uh, the, the problem with taking those types of prices is you could well get the same price on race day. I mean, it's a long way out. Different if he's $41 or something. Yeah, personally, I'd prefer to take 50s and 60s Mm. and 100s in, in Melbourne Cups that far out unless you're... You know, you know the favourite's getting on a plane and they haven't adjusted the market yet or something like that,
1: personally. The Tookley Bulldog has um, the last picks in the Quaddy Club. Boys, I had the last leg of the Quaddy in Sydney and Melbourne to pick for the Quaddy Club. Looks straightforward with Shades of Rose in Sydney and Jimmy the Bear in Melbourne. Um, uh, Tookley Bulldog, it's always looks straightforward, doesn't it? It always looks straightforward, but never quite that way. But anyway, any, any sort of opinions on... Your last in... Well, Shades of Rose in Sydney, yep. sure. Yeah, But there's also Jimmy... the that, That's the Heatherly, I think, the last race there. Yes, it at is. Caulfield.
2: I'd be throwing in Emissary, number 11. It's my rough year of the day at Caulfield. Chief, uh, it runs up to the fresh run last, preparation, beaten half a length by Cascadian. Uh, it's in the finish here, and uh, I think it can uh, definitely feature. I'd throw in probably no effort as well. A, a good on speed type. Delphi's there. Uh, Jimmy the Bear's flying, but... I don't know. Every time I'm like, he's going to get beat now, and he keeps finding a way, but again, this is a different challenge here, so I think there's a bit more depth, and a horse like Emissary at almost double figures does interest me.
1: you got a runner at Wyong tomorrow. docs wants to us. Race yes. 7, number 4. You any hope, Wyong tomorrow?
2: Uh, we're uh, Each way, hope, I think. He's got to run the 13.50. He's going well. He'll, he'll improve again. Just hoping no more rain there, but um, yeah, look, he, he's a bread and butter type of horse that I think will be somewhere there. It's just a funny race, map-wise, um, where he ends up and whatnot, but yeah, look, each way hope, but I back him late, because I think you'll get a better price.
1: Best value and quaddie for Rose Hill for you today?
2: Yeah, race three, number one, Born of Kings, the best. Um, the Quaddy, first leg, 14, 8, 9, and 1. Second leg, 8, 2, and 11. Third leg, 1, 5, and 7. And the fourth leg, just, we'll throw in number eight shades of Rose and hope that she can get the job done, because otherwise I'll have to go wide and... I don't want to really go wide today, so um, that'll do us for today. Born a King, the the standout for me. Um, yeah, that that'll do me for today. I just found it a a tricky meeting form wise, but really good to have all these good horses back.
1: Emissary, your value bet yep. in Melbourne. Yep. What's the best?
2: Uh, well, that'll be the that'll be the value again. There's some.
1: half Cabin Man.
2: Yeah, but back in trips, a concern from a low gate at Caulfield. So there's a couple of little queries. But I am a, a big believer in the horse at 1600. Um, I think you would be a nice horse for it's sure.
1: A good, it's a good Memsie.
2: Yeah, it is a great Memsie, isn't it? I'm with Tafane there, just with the map. But I think the best horse in the race is Western Empire. I really think he's a good horse.
1: Mm. Thank you, Brad. Pleasure. You are fired up for today?
2: Fired up. Now, you I'm... came in
1: here, I wasn't sure. But I think you're leaving in a better place. Oh, I'm
2: leaving. In a place.
1: <laughs> We're not saying this is church or anything. But I reckon you're leaving...
2: Yeah, well, always. I reckon,
1: you're just you're in the zone now. I
2: reckon. Mentorship from uh, Richard Haynes is, is always good. And doors always comedy, doors comedy always, gold always gold open, Brad.
1: Doors always open. Hell's always
2: bright up here, life doesn't he? He's Do you reckon? A, yeah, he's just a larrikin, good bloke. <clears throat> Even though he's he's dodging fishing on Monday, pretty pretty ordinary. What's what's your
1: horse again for the uh, behind the gates, Smolty? What's what's his name again?
3: Gristilla Styler. Oh, close. <laughs> I think you're
1: throwing a T in there when there isn't one, but never mind. It's okay. He's, oh, he's, it he's clear enough. He's close enough. Oh, good And, and good yeah. luck to all those who have taken yeah. uh, today's good Behind luck. the Gates multi. And, uh,
3: Look, punters uh, absolutely launched into it. Uh, today it's now closed, but um, we'll see if we can get the job done this week and I might uh, see if I can call on a few favours from the uh, blokes at the yeah. tab uh, to try yeah. and get it um, open. Leave th- it open at 11 o'clock. Thanks, yeah.
1: Brad. See you, mate. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> right, okay, Have a then, good day on the big stage. What's happening here? jockeys, challenges, there's through. all sorts of things. Yeah, there is. Of okay. course, tickets are on sale. Not for much longer, though.
3: Okay, let's start with that. They close at midnight on... Wednesday night so your chance to be a part of the two million dollar race this five dollars will get you a ticket if you're having a winning day why don't you go over to your EBT and uh and buy yourself a few tickets speaking of EBT's and being in venue today excludes WA residents Rose Hill Caulfield and Eagle Farm every single race is that right yeah, every single race uh, runs second, third or fourth. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50 if you are playing at home today. Races one to four at Rose Hill, Caulfield and Eagle Farm. Of course, run second or third. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Now, I want to mention a couple more things, if I may. Ah, I'm not getting the wind-up yet. Uh, race eight, number 12 today at Eagle Farm is It's Me. And it is owned by a good mate of mine, actually, Emmanuel Garcia, and he's asked me to say hello to his daughter, Lourdes, who also uh, enjoys the racing. So hopefully it'll be a, a, a happy family there this afternoon. It's on track for the Kosciuszko It's Me. Had a disappointing campaign last uh, campaign, but it's trialled sensationally. Uh, they think it's back on track, but um, it looks a racing too far too easy. It's a good horse as well. Uh, it's currently the favourite at $2.10. Right, jockey's challenge today at Rose Hill, and J-Mac, as is generally the case, is the favourite at sixty. Huey Bowman at 7 Sam clipperton has got some nice rights today, $7.50. We've got $9.50 any other jockey option. Dylan Gibbards at 15 13 for Willie Pike. Brenton dollar at $26. And Nashra Willer also at $26. There's heaps of specials today also. Go to Sports and Today's Offers, and they relate to sort of... Uh, Offers Rose Hill into into Wentworth Park with uh, Best of Bordeaux and Simply Limelight. uh, Both running in the top two, or is that the win bet? Uh, Yeah, both win You're getting $6 for this. So some inflated uh, prices across the board. Looking forward to today, looking forward to this time of year. Um, Spring racing's back. You have a good day. You too, mate. Talk next Saturday
1: morning. Andrew Hurley, thanks to Davo and Darren Flindell. It's now time to...